The Nathan, Matt and Sean podcast. A uh, local spicy dancer. Uh, her name is money. Mickey Albright. Yep. She's posted on TikTok something that I thought was pretty funny. She's saying, uh, showing how much money patrons will likely spend at a club based on their alcoholic drink. Yeah, so she okay. reckons once you pop up to the bar and yep. you order a particular drink, you'll go, oh yeah. Because it says so much about you. Yeah. 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 She works at Northbridge, uh, Northbridge's Voodoo Lounge, yep. which is Perth Premier Strip Club and Cabaret Lounge. <laughs> and she Doing works in marketing She now. works in the A-team. <laughs> oh, no, of course she does. She? Show me the detail. <laughs> <laughs> The oh, my God. What time is the D-team where the, where, where the boobs, like, flopped over a shoulder they're, to they're carry They're 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I think I was thinking 3, <laughs> just when the school yeah, yeah. pick-up's yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very... It's, it's interesting because, of course, never been a strip club person, so it's never been in my world. Sean? No, no, more. no. Oh, look, it's just about yeah. the people's yeah. journey. That's yeah. what I like to talk yeah. to oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're back So a uh, Jack Daniels, right? So if you order a Jack and Coke, you're probably just there for a boys' night. You're not going to spend too much money. You know, so they reckon you'll probably spend about 50 bucks. Rum and dry. If you ordered rum and dry, you're probably having a chill night, but you're having a good time. Um, you're looking for some fun. So you might spend about two, between two and $300 on dancers. Ooh, is this the thing that blows your mind? That's not doing that. They're not doing that. Like, like, imagine like going out and going, okay, I'm going to pay this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've got $300 here. I'm going to pay this for a lady to dance on me. <laughs> so strange. It is. It's ridiculous. She doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do it. She's doing it for the money. She's doing it for the money. I know, he's just making it on his All excited that you're about you and it's not. It's not about you, it's about your money. Because she doesn't care for you. Anyway. Gin and tonic. Okay, you've got a lot of money if you're drinking a G&T, but you're really stingy about it. How many men going to the Voodoo Lounge are ordering gin and tonic? Not a lot. She said, um, uh, "Yeah, you probably won't go for any dancers. No, um, and she'll have to harass you for hours. Um, and she reckons you'll probably get about one hundred and fifty dollars yeah. off that person Be- because that person is not interested in the ladies. How about this one? <laughs> Vodka lime soda. Uh, Vodka lime well, soda. That's also, like a I mean, not twenty-two-year-old girl's yeah. drink. They're yeah. saying." Vodka lime and soda shows you you've got a lot of money um, and you don't mind spending. You'll probably spend five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars on having a really good time on dance. I would love to see how she got. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She said, um, "Tequila. um, What are you doing drinking tequila? You're going to spend a whole lot of money and you're not going to remember doing it." Um, And then she goes into VB. If you're drinking VB and beer like that, you don't have enough money to be there. Go. (laughs) But there's one other thing that I. But I would say that would mean they've got more money left over for the dancers. No. she said, I mean? she said most of them are FIFO, and she goes, and they they, they, they want to save their money, so they're mm. not there for that, um, which I thought a lot so of FIFO guys So why are they going to the Voodoo like, Lounge then? No, just for the <laughs> conversations, as I said. Yeah. Journeys yeah. and But what, there was one alcoholic <laughs> beverage that I didn't know too much about because I haven't, Sean, Sleep frequented... <laughs> Sex on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the um, last thing that she talked about. Right. If you're drinking wine in a strip club, what the hell are you doing, you f***ing weirdo? Everybody knows that strip club wine is like the worst wine you will ever come across. You probably yeah. think you're so fancy and classy and sophisticated. You're not. You're a f***ing weirdo. The only reason you came in is because, oh, you've heard about this place and you just wanted to come in and see what it was all about. You're not going to spend any money, but you are going to waste everybody's time by trying to talk to them for free for hours. And we're going to realise that's what you're doing and ignore you. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that last bit. So, so I've been told. So is the house wine at the strip club terrible? And do uh, they well, not have any, like, bottled wine? No, they're going to have bottled wine. Well, they're, I'm guessing it's a strip a club, so it'll be box wine. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, he raised his hands like he'd won the marathon. <laughs> oh, mate, he did win. That's Woo! right there. You're peaking. Did you hear that? Is that it? That? It's going to be a long week if you've peaked now. Three wines. <laughs> three house wines. <laughs>
The Nathan, Matt and Sean podcast. I feel like I'm a very conscientious flyer when I'm in the air with other people on an aeroplane. Mm. I don't like to cause a ruckus. No, I yeah. used to be very polite. I always... Um, Put your hoodie up. Keeps you foul. I'm very aware of, of who should get well at armrest. Um, mm. If I'm going to recline, I say to always put my head back and say, a, is that a okay? considerate flyer. Yeah, I'll try to be. I'll considerate to be. lover, considerate flyer. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to admit, he's very gentle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am short. I am short. And afterwards I'll tell you, yeah, you are pretty. Thank you. <laughs> sometimes you don't believe her. Uh, this woman, uh, she was on a flight and she was asking the World Wide Web if mm. she was unreasonable for what she did. You see the people that were sitting in front of her, um, it was a mother with a baby. Which is awful. It's awful to have yeah. to fly with a baby. And she like, said that mate. she had no problem with the baby no. crying. She no. goes, not, not an issue Part at all. Part of life, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. She did, however, take issue with the fact that they decided to change the baby on the food tray table, so the tray table at your chair. That folds down. Yeah. Where, you, where people yeah. eat. Yeah. And anyway, My so Lord. sort of everyone's eyes were darting around when it was happening, you know. Oh, God. No. Anyway, they let it happen, and it stunk, apparently. It oh, was yeah, of course. Absolute steamer. Yeah. Um, so nothing was said, you know. Oh, that's great. The first time. Yeah. Then the second time. Time. Oh, so, okay. No, I'm enough's enough. Yep. So um, she just leant forward and she said, um, "Could you please go to the uh, the plane bathroom instead of exposing everyone on the plane to the smell? There are change mm. rooms in there, mm. um, and the, also the next person to yeah, eat off that yeah, tray." Yeah. <laughs> now I don't know if you guys have uh, know about this, but sometimes on a flight, um, when you tell someone that they're doing something wrong, that person that's being told they're doing something wrong, they get angry. Oh, that's a what an unexpected yeah, result. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the mother was the mother was not. Not happy, she went off on her and said that she had no idea how stressful it is to travel with an infant. She said, it's true, I don't have kids. Um, the flight attendant noticed the altercation mm. between the two women and came over and asked what was happening and they told her and then she said, um, you can only use the bathrooms to change your baby. Yes. So she agreed with the woman. You yeah, know? well, yes. that's a rule. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's that's also rule, it's yeah. just Come a rule on. of society, yeah. Yeah, I would think. So the woman thought, okay, great, that issue's done. It's not going to be a third time. And then she was a little bit mortified because then the pilot made an announcement. Attention, passengers. <laughs> All nappy changing needs to be done in the bathroom while on this flight. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying Nathan Airways. <laughs> <laughs> the pilot. It's budget. Then yeah, yeah, makes, it certainly is. It's so budget. Like, it's not even chairs. Um, <laughs> the pilot then made an announcement about this woman. So there would have been two people sliding into their chairs. Yes. The woman that was complaining and the and woman the that was changing the baby. You always go... <laughs> and I, I can speak from experience. When there has been an announcement made to the general mm. public and it's about you, mm. it is horrendous. And it happened to me in court. I told you guys when mm. I was bemused by the fact that they were um, uh, giving out these biscuits, these certain type of biscuits in the jury jury yes, room. Yes, yep. You've been warned not to talk about this. I know. <laughs> the court case is over. <laughs> so then I come on air because I'm doing the show. I, I yes. did the show until 7.30 and then I had to go to mm. um, jury duty and Gilly was filling in for us. So then um, after my first day I noticed the biscuits and I thought, oh, I don't know because they were like individually wrapped Monte Carlos yeah, and sure. things. It was like... It's a big deal. Yeah, so wrapped. I just talked about, you know, the biscuits, you know, were, were mm. not what I was expecting. Um, in the jury room. Uh, and you expect a high standard, a chocolate oh, yeah. biscuit at least. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so then the next day 
when we're in court, the judge stops everything and then says, um, just an announcement before we get started for today, we can have nobody talk about the proceedings of this court. I don't care what you do for a living. And he turns to me and looks at me and goes, if you're on radio. <laughs> <laughs> and it was only for me. And, and I don't care what you're talking about as well. If you don't think it's important to the case, it doesn't matter. If it happens in court, you keep your mouth and shut. It's about biscuits. It's a bloody biscuit, And I'm like, that's not biscuits. really blowing the court case anyway, out of the water. Everyone in the jury was like, that's about you. <laughs> I was I, uh, so embarrassed. I even get embarrassed. This happened to me. You know that massive servo as you're coming back up from down south and yeah. you're pulling to one of those yeah. ones off yeah. Forest Highway. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. so we were... Oh, because you're getting... Uh, you're going to Red Rooster pulled or... In, pulled in and then to fill up. And um, my mate who was in the passenger side, she opened her door and you're not allowed... You do you know you're not allowed to fill up if your door's open? Oh. And so then the girl, like... It's going, pump two, close your door, That's please. That's so embarrassing. Pump two. And then, like, the place is heaving and everybody, like, just turns around and stares at you and it's like, oh, oh, my God, no. shut the door, shut the door. How it's embarrassing. It's so public when they do that. How embarrassing, pump public. two. I know. All right, we want to know um, if you've been in a uh, situation where an announcement has been made and that announcement was about you. We're going to give somebody $200 cash just cash. We're giving Hold somebody $200 worth of money. It's out of Sean's wallet. Just tell us their story. That's yes. Tell us their story their and then story. we'll give someone with money and then they could possibly like make it two thousand, uh, 10200 Yeah, exactly, because Ooh. Nova's 10K a day. If you get on air with us, then you're in the running for that as well. All right, tell us about that time the announcement was about you. Hi, Kim. Hi, how Hi. you going? Great, right, Kim. Right, Kim. All right, so where were you and what happened? So I was... Only 16 years of age, and uh, it was in the days that you went skating every Saturday night. But a friend decided <laughs> <laughs> that was our, our out. Mate, so, so we used to do it as well. It was called yes. Skate About in Kalgoorlie. It was yeah. very exciting. Yeah, yeah. So it's just what you did. Yeah. And um, uh, some friends decided we wouldn't go skating on this Saturday night. We were going to go to the drive in movie. Ooh. So. I knew mum and dad wouldn't let me go to the drive-in movie, so I told them I was going skating, went to the drive-in movie. <laughs> yes. And then um, I forgot to tell my best friend at the skating rink that I wasn't coming, and she oh. rang to see if I was sick and why wasn't I at the skating rink, and oh. mum and dad oh. then investigated, yes. found out I was at the drive-in movie. Oh, no. Went oh. to the drive-in <laughs> movies. <laughs> And flashed my name up on the screen. No, Kim. Kim. No, Kim. <laughs> oh, my God. That is embarrassing. I'm dying for you. That... I was mortified. I was thinking I was so cool going to the drive-in yes. movies with all oh these friends. And... Oh, Kim, you would have been with some guys then, obviously. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Can I just say, that's yeah. mortifying as a child, let alone mortifying. It's mortifying oh, as an adult as well. Yeah. <gasps> that's wow. great, Thank Kim. you, Kim. Great start. Let's go to Peter. Hello. Hello. How Hi, are Peter. you? Hi, Peter. Okay, what happened? So I was desperate for a coffee. I had no milk. I went running into the supermarket. I have a highly anxious spoodle that... <laughs> so do I at the moment, yeah, Peter. Yeah, Sean jumps into my lap every day. <laughs> yeah. Curly hair, too. Yeah, um, too. yeah I, left, I left the windows all down a little bit. I literally bolted into Woolies and ran down, grabbed the milk, and I'm coming to the checkout, and I hear over the PA... Could the owner of the Silver Prado please oh. go to their car immediately? Oh. It needs immediate attention. Oh. I went 
bright red, I nearly vomited, I jumped the milk, ran out to the car. It was surrounded by people all tapping on the window, upsetting the dog even more. Yes. So I left the milk. The dog was absolutely distraught. I got a barrel full of abuse from people for leaving <laughs> my dog, dog in for the car. Minutes. Yeah. And, yeah, I was so embarrassed. Oh, my God. That would you have been so... Because yeah. not just that, you've been alerted that it's you yes. that needs to go out to your car, and then when you get out there, there's an angry mob yes. yep. <laughs> yep. yelling at you for and, animal abuse. And you still didn't get any milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... On a side note... People are very quick to judge other of people course, these days. So, you know, like, yeah. We wouldn't do that, but other people do. <laughs> oh, I don't judge on. anyone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Peter. Jan's in Hellingbrook. Hello. Oh, good morning. How are you? Okay, Jan. Jan. When was the announcement about you? Uh, we went to Canada a few years ago and we did the Rocky Mountaineer. Yes. And when our tour guide picked us up, she kept hanging around my husband. And he said to me, I think she fancies me. <laughs> and every time he moved, she moved. And I thought, oh, yeah, whatever. And um, anyway, they had the newspaper there. They had the radio, photographers, band. They were celebrating their millionth passenger. Yes. yes. And anyway, they got up and they started making the announcement, well, Mr. David and Mrs. Jan Coleman, please oh. um, come to the front. And I was like, oh, my God, whatever. Oh, no. And anyway, the, the seas literally parted and we had these big burly security guards come stand beside us, yes. guide us up to the stage. And they go, you know, the band was playing, we're having photographs, we got interviewed by the TV, yes. and they said to my husband, oh, what do you do? And he goes, I'm a train driver. They go, oh, wow. And they talked about that, and they said, and what do you do, Mrs Coleman? And I said, I work for the tax department. Oh, so your husband's a train driver. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so all that, we got upgraded to gold leaf and the gold carriages. Oh, nice. Um, oh, yeah, we, when we got the cam yeah, we've got, um, we were, everybody on the train was told to sit down and wait for us to depart the train. Oh. We got off the train and there was a red carpet and we had the Rocky Mountaineers on their horses. Everybody oh, else would have hated you, Jan. Yeah. It's not bad enough to work in the tax department. <laughs> and then we walked round, the band was playing and we had a champagne reception with the mayor. And we got <laughs> ushered into a limousine and people were taking photographs of us and I'm like, look, we are nobody. We are absolutely Nobody. No, you work for the tax department, Jack. Yeah, I just speak for the tax department. My husband's a train driver. That's all cool. <laughs> oh, that would so be. Funny. Oh God, can I just say? That's my, a good announcement. My, my father is a train driver mm. as well, um, or was. Um, that would be the ultimate thing for him to be, be treated like a hero that. on a train. God, he would love it. Yeah. Uh, th- Thanks, everybody. So that's about it. Yes. Yeah, well done, everybody. The three people we just spoke to, uh, Kim, Jan and Peter, are now all in the running for Nova's 10K a day in May. Didn't get to ask Jan how her husband went with that lady that seemed to fancy her. <laughs> so, uh, $200 cash to give away is going to go to Kim. The drive-throughs, I can just... Uh, uh, oh, the drive-in. Drive-in, sorry, that she went to. Yes. And her parents Mortifying. found out. That is Don't mortifying. lie to your parents, everybody, or that'll happen. Bit of a Freudian slip there. Sean, yeah, hey, drive through. Yeah. Drive through. Yeah. Secret yeah. eater. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shame. Yum, yum, yum. Shame Waiting, pay, waiting, waiting. At least 24 hours since I've been to one. This is the Nathan, Nat and Sean podcast. Today's Monday. Oh, it is, no. It is.
pretty depressing, isn't it? Well, you know, you've still got a long way to the weekend. And not tell me why I don't like Mondays, which is a lot sadder. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, this new generation of young adults and children, they get everything. They're getting everything. The four-day working week. Yeah. God, is that that going to come in? In in a couple of years? Yeah. It'll be my It'll be they get they have to be praised three times a week. <laughs> and then they'll then we'll be telling the stories of uh, to the younger generation of yes. back in our day we worked five days straight in a week and they'll be going, <gasps> What are what? you talking about? Oh my oh. god, you lived because in the olden days. By the time grandpa. we're eighty it'll be like a one day working week or some <laughs> bull crap. Anyway, so it's AI a, will be doing oh, everything, Nathan. <laughs> so just bosses come out and defended being part of a movement that is actually taking over the world right now. And this is a it's a Gen Z trend that's what? um you know that that's sparked this. It's called Bare Minimum Mondays. It's a movement that promotes a gentle start to the working week by easing the usual pressures and expectations that arise after the weekend. So... Um, this chicken Adelaide, she's a marketing manager, Caitlin, she uh, has been talking about this and people have had a lot to say. Mm. Um, she said that um, it's um, it's a day for staff to take at their own pace and treat themselves with space and kindness to set up for a productive week. For us, it means not putting pressure on ourselves to get those big projects done. Other things we might get to do on these days, work days, by the way, are loads of washing we didn't get to on the weekend, oh. grocery shopping. Shopping, planning dinners for the week, or walking your dog. I mean, this is all very nice if you work in certain industries, but I don't want I don't want to be in hospital and have the nurses say it's bare minimum Monday, so sorry, you're on your own today. No, we don't well, do you know well. I mean? We're not doing that. drips today. Teacher, yeah. <laughs> Teachers just go, yeah, we're not gonna yeah, teach you today, yeah. kids. Certainly don't worry about it. Just, we're doing the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're all today uh, nil by mouth. Um, because the <laughs> it's uh, bare minimum Monday. The canteen people are they having a bare minimum Monday. Blame uh, Gen Z. <laughs> bare minimum Mondays. Are you kidding? Me. Yeah, like I mean it's ludicrous. I mean, uh, fine, but uh, your wage is cut commensurately. So, so I mean? here's my thing. Let's go into the future a little bit, right? So, <laughs> so are they having become, four days? It's become and a four days of work, four days working week, and a bare minimum Monday. That's three days. That's yeah. three days of work, and then one day of doing your washing. I mean, you can do your washing after work. You understand that, right? It's a machine they doing it. You're not taking it to the river. You're not taking it to the river and washing it on a rock. This the machine doesn't so work. You've got to put disgusting. that client off to the left. The, you got to get that shot. Put the uh, washing, washing on before done. you leave for work, and when you get home, hang it out. Can like, I just say, there is a sweet spot in the world of age, right? And I don't really know what it is, but it's where you're open to new ideas because you sort of, you know, you're yeah. in the middle of the transition. And then you're on, on our end where you just go, no! And I think the we didn't Nathan, get it, so yeah, no. We've that done, is disgusting. What is this generation? We've I'm done enraged. our time in the trenches, I'm and enraged. we don't want them to get it without oh doing their time in oh the trenches. Oh my god! Five days, <laughs> but I mean, if it's, not maximum hours. if it's not something that works across every industry, then I don't think. Like, oh. why, why does somebody who works in an office get no, it's to do fine. Bare, money, bare minimum How about next Monday? Monday? Next next Monday, the show? Oh, that's a public holiday. Yeah, we are um, doing okay. Bare Minimum Monday. Okay, so <laughs> one, of the, one of the next couple of Mondays, we're doing a Bare Minimum Monday show, and we'll see yeah. what it's about. Well, a lot of people have been saying we've been doing that for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. so. This is going to be... Um, it's the, bearer. The, bearer minimum. Hit Machine 9 CD. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. Exactly. We'll just go for breakfast. <laughs> you just hear distant chewing. That's all you'll hear. Nathan, Nat and Sean is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcasts.com.au. Nova.